just how many senators or representatives have dropped dead or become seriously injured by the C-19 bioweapon shots? Well, as I said, you can dig and dig, but the number will still come up to zero. There are 535 sellout pukes in Congress, and apparently it takes 10,000 staffers to support their grift and corruption. How many of those 10,000 staffers dropped dead or became seriously disabled from the shots? Again, the answer is curiously zero. Hmm, let's find out why. This is the Dr. Jane Ruby Show, and you're about to enter Truth in Medicine. Welcome to the Dr. Jane Ruby Show on this Friday, January 26th, 2024. We've got no shortage of phony, fraud, bought and paid for grifters in none other than the United States Congress. War criminals like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, Ron Johnson, Rand Paul, Thomas Massey, the whole lot of them, all pretending to be concerned about your bioweapon shot injuries, while at the same time, holding stock and making millions of dollars every day in the very companies making these poisons. And they exempted themselves from taking the shots. Hmm. No one in Congress has dropped dead or become permanently disabled in the three years since these shots were rolled out, mandated, and forced upon the American public, including our military. And it's time you held them all accountable. When I called out Ron Johnson two years ago, he feigned his indignation, called me out in a public email with gaslighting, and continues to this day, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, to hold sham hearings, bringing in the same liars and losers for this dog and pony show to continue time after time. This is designed to, do, to dupe rather the American public into complacency, in my opinion, and hero worshiping. Oh, look at my representative, look what they're doing. Pretending to do something about it when in actuality, they are the ones enabling the mass genocide operations. Oh yes, and legalizing doctors, nurses, and big hospitals to murder Americans daily. When the Biden administration mandated these bioweapon shots for federal workers, Congress, as I said, was exempted, along with their congressional staffers. All the other hundreds of thousands of federal employees should be outraged because they were forced to take these shots to keep their jobs in the federal government. Understand that the very people that made the laws and the mandates that injured you exempted themselves from it. There is no way that almost 11,000 human beings took these shots without any casualties over three years. It's absolutely impossible. As someone who has been at the forefront and in the thick of this since March 2020, I say that statement, I make that statement unequivocally, and I challenge anyone to prove me differently. Oh, some have tried, some sycophants, some lost souls in our country who continue to believe in the virtue of these sold-out, compromised scumbags in Congress. Yep, one of them offered up, as an example, Representative Nancy Mace, who claims she took the shot and then claims she's injured. Hmm, 
Except that here she is within hours of first telling Fox News that Americans have their rights and no one should be forced to take the shots. Then several hours later, appearing on CNN, pushing the shots. Please roll the tape. One of the things that the CDC has not done and no, no policymaker at the federal level has done so far is taken into account what natural immunity does. And that may be what we're seeing in Florida today. Uh, in some studies that I've read, natural immunity gives you 27 times more protection against future COVID infection than a vaccination. And so we need to take all of the science into account and not selectively choosing what science to follow when we are making policy decisions. So is that part of something that, you know, back in your community, you are actively encouraging everyone else to get vaccinated, especially now with this new development about the, the new variant? I have been, uh, and I, I've been a proponent of vaccinations and, and wearing masks when we need to. When we had the Delta variant raging in South Carolina, I wrote an op-ed to my community, and I've worked with our State Department of Health. I've run ads encouraging uh, my district. Well, I don't know about you, but that level of duplicity and outright fraud should be immediate grounds for removal from any elected office. But unfortunately, the only people in a position to remove her right now, and I emphasize right now, are her partners in crime, the other 534 sellout cockroaches in our Congress who will cover for her lies because it's the same as covering for their own duplicity and fraud. But it goes far beyond the phony dog and pony shows put on by these scumbags, these cockroaches in Congress. Every legislative effort made by these frauds, whether those currently enacted or in process, are all part of the gaslighting to dupe you into thinking that they're doing something about this. Not only are they not doing anything about this, not doing anything to rectify the situation or bring anybody or anything to justice, but they are doing the opposite. They're continuing to enable the DOD mass genocide operation. Take a look at this congressional report developed by the government for the government. It's almost laughable. Not only is it a huge propaganda piece for public consumption, but it's also a pathway for the horrific National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act signed by Ronald Reagan in 1986 that not only took away the legal liability for any injuries or carelessness or fraud on the part of the pharmaceutical industry, but then also shifted that burden for the financial compensation when you can get it uh, from the company's burden to the backs of the American people. And so it remains to this day. Let me share some information from the first few paragraphs of this document that was published just a few months ago. And remember, everything they put out is to enable the mass genocide operation, and at the same time, cover uh, with the PREP Act, what the PREP Act calls covered persons. In other words, cover their backs, which means anyone who's involved in the murder operation, think about it from that level. Let me share this with you. This document is called Compensation for COVID-19 Vaccine Injuries, and it's the Congressional Research Service Report it was printed out on March 31st, 2023. And it starts out by establishing that there are more than 260 million Americans and billions worldwide that have received one or more doses of a vaccine to protect against coronavirus disease, COVID-19. 
Most common side effects of COVID-19 vaccines are mild and generally resolve in a few days. In rare instances, I mean, it's almost disgusting, uh, C-19 vaccines can cause serious adverse events. Individuals who believe they are, believe, it, it could be in your head, right? Uh, believe they're injured by these, these injections may seek compensation for those injuries and associated harms and costs. Absent an applicable law, like i.e. the PrEP Act, which wipes all your ability to get any compensation out, I digress. Absent an applicable federal law, individuals allegedly injured by a vaccine might seek, seek redress by filing a state tort law claim against the manufacturer. Yeah, okay, that'll ever fly. And who's got the money to do that? Especially if you're injured and you've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in medical, uh, in medical bills. Okay, goes on to say that... Uh, Federal law has two distinct compensation regimes that limit legal liability for vaccine manufacturers. This is why this word vaccine over and over and over again, vaccine, 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 so protective of these companies. Because if you said it was a bioweapon or even backed it up to just gene editing therapy, which is not protected under this, um, you would not have the same protection for these companies. So they talk about it, and I want you to understand this. There are two mechanisms for compensation. One is the administered by the, the CDC, that same agency that tells everybody to get it. Uh, these are for the routine injections. And the second one is the Reagan, the one that Reagan signed, the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program. So one is the CICP, that's the CDC general compensation, both paid for by American taxpayers, and the VICP, which is what Reagan signed. And, and it goes on to say, during public health emergencies, and I want you to understand that this is why it's important for them to continue to extend and extend. Even your governors extend and extend these public health emergencies because it extends the protection. It, it extends the, the cover for these criminals. You need to understand that, okay? So during public health emergencies declared under the PREP Act, remember, Public Readiness and Emergency Preparedness Act, the Countermeasures Injury Compensation Program, that's the one with the CDC, may provide compensation for injuries and deaths resulting from the administration of covered countermeasures, which may include vaccines. This is why you don't want them to be called vaccines again. Under the secretary of HHS, that's war criminal Javier Becerra. Let me just point that out. Uh, under, under their current PREP Act declaration, FDA authorized, follow me, FDA authorized or approved uh, COVID-19 vaccines are covered countermeasures. They're telling you, you can get killed or injured or permanently disabled. You're out of luck, dude. While a PREP Act declaration is in effect, see why they need to keep, okay? Well, there's no illness or injury around. Okay. While it's in effect, CICP is the sole remedy for uh, uh, available for injuries related to countered cover measures. So CICP, not the VICP, which is the Reagan program. 
will apply to injuries resulting from C-19 vaccines while the declaration is in effect. You need to understand how these criminals are operating and why I call congressional members war criminals and pukes and scumbags. You might have said in the beginning of the show, God, Dr. Jane, tone it down. Do you see why? They've signed off on all of this. Congresses before this Congress set you up, signed this stuff, laid the foundation. Read Catherine Watts' work. Read her substack, Bailiwick News. You'll understand the realities, the truth. Getting away with getting away with murder, big time. Mass murder. To be included in the VICP, okay, that's the Reagan Vaccine Injury Program, the vaccine must be recommended by the CDC uh, for routine administration to children or pregnant women. Nothing is routine injection for pregnant women. Number two, the vaccine must be, must be made subject by an act of Congress to the excise tax that funds VICP. Here's the tricky part. That excise tax, that's the tax that funds that Compensation Act that Reagan signed into, into um, a law in 1986. That's, that's where I said he shifted it to the American taxpayer. But wh whoever is paying, which is usually the government, for these vaccines, for every shot, now watch me because this is very important, for every shot, they get something like 75 cents of an excise tax that goes into the government coffer that they're probably rating, but is supposedly going to compensate some of you poor people out there who got injured from these vaccines, okay? But watch this. It's not 75 cents per shot per, for injection. This is where these companies, just, the, the level of dirt is so disgusting. It's per disease, which is why they're incentivized to make one injection with two or three diseases. Remember? COVID plus seasonal flu, COVID plus seasonal flu plus RSV. Why do you think they're doing that? Because they want to save you money? Because they're worried about your convenience? Absolutely not. It's because one shot, think about it, one manufacturing needle, vial, plunger, one, three diseases addressed in that one vial gets them three times the excise tax, okay? 225, do the math, okay? That's what, just the underlying corruption, the underlying dirtiness. I mean, when I read this, I feel like I need to take another shower. Okay. All right. And then number three, Third condition, the secretary of HHS must add the vaccine to the vaccine injury table, which lists injuries and conditions associated with vaccines covered by VICP. Should all of these changes occur, a, then, then a COVID-19 vaccine would be covered by the VICP, VICP being the Reagan 1986 Act. Otherwise, you're out of luck, okay? Because the CICP, the Center for, Disease, uh, for Medicaid and Medicare and the CDC, their fund won't cover you because it's a covered medical countermeasure, okay? Okay, but, and, and so unless these other conditions are met and it's all in the hands of one person, Javier Becerra or whoever takes that war criminal's position down the line, 
one person who's the secretary of HHS, if he or she doesn't put these three or four things into position, you don't get compensated from the VICP, the Reagan signed act either. And they don't make it easy for people, for families, okay? It's disgusting. Disgusting. You need to understand and what you need to relate to is that your congressional members, they create these acts, these bills that become law. They sign off on them. It's all one big club. There is no Republican and Democrat. I love how people still talk about it like it's real in social media. Even some people I admire. They're all one. And then Matt Gates a couple of weeks ago on a, on a space, had the nerve to say, after I chewed him out, uh, well, you know, listen, they're a good sign. There are signs that we're making progress. What are your signs? Well, the Uniparty's getting weaker. The Uniparty's getting weaker? Dude, try harder, because you look like a total a-hole. And you are. You are. You're a fraud. You're all frauds. You have to understand. They got you here. They're not getting you out. Trump's not getting you out. No congressional, no elected person. And all those people out there that are running, yeah, you might say, well, Dr. Jane, you know, you said take over locally. Yeah, take, yeah, yeah, get, get, get control back over your local governments. Get people in there who are not going to get compromised and stay on them because the majority of them are just going to get compromised. But politicians are not getting you out. They got you in. They're responsible for these acts and these laws. But yet, the sycophants, can you send me a crumb, sir? Can you help us, Senator? Well, yes, you'll just send me a little more information on it. We've been sending information for the last three years, sir. We've never heard back. Oh, well, never mind. Send it again. Guys, wake up. Wake up. When I return, I'm going to show you the shocking evidence while you are currently not under lockdowns, not in quarantine, not in FEMA camps, not facing face diaper mandates or any other restrictions to move about. You are under a public health emergency as severe as you were in March of 2020 uh, in the United States for COVID Marburg and Ebola hemorrhagic fevers. And the emergency declaration is scheduled to continue until December 31st, 2028. Enough is enough. The power and the money grab must end now. I'll be right back. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. <gasps> when I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. 
Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code to save 50% on your MyPillow 2.0. Not only that, for a limited time, your entire order ships absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. MyPillow.com Hi, everyone. Dr. Jane Ruby here with a quick message on how you should be protecting your retirement funds, your 401k, your IRAs. Did you know that you can protect them with physical gold and silver to avoid losing everything that you've built over your lifetime? Please call the experts at Augusta Precious Metals at 888-836-1890. At least talk to an expert, learn more about how you can protect what you've built up so that if things go crazy, as we know they will in this economy, you've got some of your investments protected with tangible physical gold and silver. Every bit as valuable as real estate, something you can touch, they can't turn off, you know, with a flick of a switch. Call the people at Augusta Precious Metals. They're wonderful. They will educate you on what this is all about and what you need to do. And they will also provide you with some warnings about how to protect yourself from other companies that may be spreading lies and scamming you. That's Augusta Precious Metals at 888-836-1890. Welcome back to the Dr. Jane Ruby Show tonight and I thank you for being with me. Well, now that you know that Congress is not your friend, not doing their jobs, and actually out to collude with the DOD and the pharmaceutical companies to injure and murder you and your children, let's turn our attention to the tools they're using to conduct this over our lives. There's plenty of information available to all of you on the internet, while it's still available to us, on the legalization of murder and bioterrorism attacks on the people of the United States by the U.S. government, mostly through a document known as the PREP Act, the Public Readiness and Emergency Preparedness Act. In its most simple form, is the U.S. government currently run, in my opinion, I think many opinions, by foreign and domestic enemies. It's their best tool out there in the open to conduct bioterrorism on the people of the United States. Plain and simple. Think I'm being hyperbolic? Think I'm being overly dramatic? Where's the pandemic? Where are the hundreds of thousands of people dropping over in the streets with symptoms of the common cold like that they tell us is RSV and COVID and all these other things? Fever, sore throat and fatigue. Where are they? Why do you go about your business every single day, letting them continue this despicable farce that has far-reaching ramifications for your lives? Why do you tolerate declarations of emergency situations that are non-existent while this enables your government overlords to set you up and drain you financially from every level you can think of? How do you stand by looking the other way? How is it that Marburg or Ebola events, much less rapidly scary sp spreading disease in front of your eyes, how is it that you let your government just get away with declaring these public health emergencies lasting until 2028? Did you know that your right to informed consent in hospitals, in research studies, if you're stupid enough at this point in history to get involved in a research study as a subject, 
even going to your preferred healthcare provider, your informed consent rights are all suspended. Did you know that? Just days ago, the PREP Act was modified yet again in its 11th Amendment to extend emergency preparations for Marburg and Ebola with no cases in the United States, with no cases that have ever spread in an epidemic throughout different countries within the, the continent of Africa, much less shooting out over into other continents. This is so obvious. And just several days after that, the FDA waived informed consent, as I just mentioned. Let's take a look at yet another amendment to the PREP Act, because each amendment boxes you in tighter and tighter. I'm predicting something like the fire ant phenomenon, while y'all are complacent and relaxing and going to Johnny's soccer game on Saturday. Do you understand the fire ant phenomenon? Fire ants, you know, those red fiery ants you find down in Texas and I don't know where else in the United States. Individual fire ants, or the equivalent is legal enactments, are weak of and by themselves. But when all the other fire ants gather on your foot, like thousands or hundreds of thousands of them at one time, and they give a signal and then they bite down, believe me, it's worse than having your foot ripped off by a wolf. That's the analogy I'm using, because while y'all walk around complacent and distracted by Hunter Biden's you know, computer in his underwear or the latest a-hole on the front line suing another innocent person, your country's being systematically dismantled and restructured to kill you or damage you. It's really that simple, and it's a truth that I live with every single day and the evidence and the intelligence that I'm exposed to. Take a close look at the most recent amendment. I believe it was the second or third additional amendment. Let me just bring it up here. You can see it, and I will highlight some areas also for you. So this document is entitled this is about your informed consent. Institutional Review Board Waiver. Okay, let me explain something. For, well, I'll finish the title. Institutional Review Board Waiver or Alteration of Informed Consent for Minimal Risk Clinical Investigations. Lots to unpack there. I want for those who, who, who may not be aware, and know people are learning different things at different paces. Institutional Review Board. Another name for that is called a Human Subjects Review Board. One of the positive things, as I have talked about before, that came out of the Nuremberg experience years ago was that, the, that every research facility, whether it's a university or an independent clinical research lab, like I ran for years, where you do human studies, you execute protocols that are approved along with their accompanying informed consent, which is a very large, long document, not a one-page check checkoff list like you found at your big box drugstore when you got your flu shot. Um, the requirements were, in addition to those things, that every protocol had and, and informed consent had to be reviewed by an independent Human Subjects Review Board, or IRB, Institutional Review Board. Those boards are often made up of 
ethicists, lawyers, uh, medical experts like doctors and nurses, um, all kinds of professionals. Uh, and so they look over the protocol. They look over with, with an eye toward protecting the subjects who will go in. Because you, as a subject, a prospective subject, can never know all of the dangers. It's, it's, it's too much. I have written hundreds of original uh, clinical research protocols. I have written original informed consent documents. Those are 10, 15, 20 pages long. You have to list every possible risk that could possibly happen to the person. You uh, have to list any potential benefits that they may get from it. You have to explain that the computer will randomize them to treatment or no treatment. They could be exposed to the placebo group, which is no treatment if they were hoping to get it because it is an experiment. You are, it is, it is required that the professionals who are running those clinical trials, and I oversaw a team of people that did that. So ultimately I was responsible for that piece that we were responsible for going over that extensive informed consent and making sure that the person understood that their questions were answered. They understood every piece of it, and then they would sign it with a witness. It's important for you to understand that, that foundation, because that's what's being waved away by this document, by this amendment, okay? By the HHS, which is, you know, really um, answering to the DOD, who are all running the tables. So, it says, the Food and Drug Administration Agency is issuing a final rule to amend its regulations to implement a provision of the 21st Century Cure Acts. This final rule, pay close attention, allows an exemption, an exception rather, from the requirement to obtain informed consent. They're wiping away the Nuremberg protection of an informed consent. So if you're not going to have informed consent documents, you're not going to have an institutional review board, a human subjects review board. You are wiping out, your government has just wiped out any protection for an experiment in a clinical trial. Now, if they turn around and use that language on you and say, you weren't getting a, a vaccine for your health, you were getting an experimental. That's why it's under emergency use authorization, because that's something that hasn't been completely examined, has not gone through the phases of clinical research, phases one through three. So you have just taken away, like you better damn well know the questions. You gotta have about 50 questions before you ever submit yourself or your child to a clinical research trial. And you're not, it doesn't matter if you have the questions really, because you're not gonna get any confirmation. You're not gonna get any guarantee. You're not gonna get somebody else signing the other side of that end of that form that says, you know, Jim Smith read this, understands the risks, understand he could, understands he could die, understands he has nowhere to sue if he gets permanently disabled from what we are experimenting or any other experience he has during this trial. Understand how dangerous this is. 
Okay. It goes on to say, this final rule allows exemption from the requirement to obtain informed consent. Unbelievable. I can't believe I'm living in this time. When a clinical investigation poses no more than minimal risk to the human subject. Who's going to make that determination? The companies? That's a huge conflict of interest. The FDA? You're going to believe them? They just approved everything that came down the pike with, you know, eight rats and sometimes no rats and no, no, no of none of the required uh, studies. Phase one, pharmacokinetics, safety. Phase two, larger numbers of people for safety and beginning efficacy. No, none of that. So if you take away the informed consent, and you're determining as the investigators and the companies making the product you're testing as to whether or not something is minimal risk, oh, there's no better example of the fox guarding the hen house. There's no better example than that. Oh, it's fine. You don't need an informed consent. I've determined that it's minimal risk. Our company has determined or we had a chat with the FDA and they agree with us that it's minimal risk. So we're under that minimal risk. Are you kidding me? You're going to stand for that? A, you should never be in a clinical trial until this is totally reversed ever again in your life. And please don't, please don't subject your babies and children. I don't care what your issues are or what the, there are other ways to, 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 to try to get help for your loved one or your child than to put them in an experiment with no no safety guards there's no guardrails you might as well take a speeding bus at 100 miles an hour with wobbly wheels on a on a on a mountain road a mountain you know spiral road with no guardrails same thing oh it's minimal risk the, the bus company told us it was minimal risk come on it's unbelievable just want to make sure I hold on gave you everything here and it includes appropriate safeguards they get to pick and choose the safeguards um, to protect the right safety and welfare that's blah 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 to make everybody feel good the rule is effective January 22nd 2024 well that was four days ago so we're in it you know I see a lot of people on social media just throwing around the word Nuremberg 2.0. And I want to make a couple of comments about that. Yeah, we're ready for Nuremberg 2.0. Let's go. We're going to get them in a worldwide trial. Let me let Dr. Jane give you a little reality check, okay? First of all, the Nuremberg trials were held in The Hague, okay, in the Netherlands. That whole world court, that whole deal is currently owned by the United Nations that's leading this entire flip on the world. And by the way, the World Health Organization is the military arm, not a health organization. It's a military arm of the United Nations. But back to the giddy public, rolling, you know, whirling dervishes, you know, 2.0 Nuremberg, we're going to have Nuremberg 2.0. Did you know that in the Nuremberg trials, they actually excluded the majority of perpetrators, including the murderous 
premeditated, you know, they knew what they were doing, physicians, complicit nurses and other employees. They didn't even have the PrEP Act protections of medical countermeasures back then. Did you know that there were a, their, their escape rather was facilitated by many countries, these murderers that, that slaughtered hundreds of thousands of innocent people, experimented on, pulled their teeth out with no anesthesia just to see how much pain they could tolerate, ripped their fingers off and things like that, including, by the way, facilitating their escape was also the United States to free zone countries like Venezuela and Argentina. So pardon me if I say hard pass to a Nuremberg 2.0. I don't want a repeat of that useless exercise. And like I said, the only useful thing that came out of the Nuremberg uh, exercise was the, was the code, which created human subjects review boards and realistic informed consent documents and processes. What didn't happen was any substantial justice and a few representatives so that people could, oh, yeah, we had some hangings. We feel good. Let's go. So let's stop with the naivety and the giddiness around Nuremberg 2.0. I don't have all the answers, but I will tell you this. Without recognizing the real problem, no one will ever come up with meaningful answers. That's why I call out the shysters and the frauds in the frontline movement. It's not infighting. It's, it's unity in truth. Or maybe it's division in truth temporarily. That's why I point out changes in their narratives and controlled opposition because otherwise you will be led by a pied by a group of pied pipers of pied piper characters away from any real solutions to to these issues while the crimes continue and expand the prep act i feel is one of the most dangerous documents and representations of current law that exists in the world right now it's so powerfully dangerous it has the ability to put and keep the United States Constitution in suspension indefinitely. And, you know, I see a lot of people when I say things like that on my social media, right back with, oh, well, you know, she doesn't understand what she's talking about. You know, I, I got the Constitution. I know what my rights. Hey, good for you, dude. But try to implement it. Try to call on it. Because when the fire ants bite, that Constitution is not going to be worth the paper it's written on. Because they've, they've put things, so many things in places. They put so many fire, individual fire ants in position that when they go to bite down, you're going to go, where's my constitution? My, but I got the constitution. You can talk about the constitution all you want from your gulag or your FEMA camp, but it's not going to help you. This PREP Act adds limitations on your God-given rights that were explicitly enumerated and intended to be safeguarded in the Constitution. You need to take a closer look at it. It needs to be rescinded, dismantled right away. And what it really means is that healthcare and health issues should never, ever be within any government purview, not on any level ever again. The federal government has no business in your health it is no business in your home. It is no business in your child's education. We need a lot of overhaul, but we can't even begin to take the steps toward that until enough of you, enough of us, 
understand what the real problems are. Stop with the idol worshiping. Stop with the, you know, I'm going to be loyal to my frontline doctor because he told me two years ago not to take the shot. Regard, forget he's telling you something else now that's dangerous. Uh, loyalty for a, it's dynamic. Pay attention. Listen, watch. Don't, don't be a, don't be a lemming. Don't be a lemming. These are very dangerous times. Well, that really wraps up the show. Thank you for being here for another edition of this Dr. Jane Ruby show and all the best truth and medicine I can bring you. I appreciate your support, first and foremost, by spreading this information that I provide beyond your own viewing, bringing it you know, to many others as much as you can. Follow me also on as much social media as you can because it's not about the clicks and the fame. The reality is the greater your 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 following becomes in also enlarges your reach and and possibly save saves more people from many aspects of this tyranny that's unfolding you can best support my work uh, by sending me your prayers by watching the show by sending it around also by sending uh, any checks for direct uh uh, support of the show and the work that goes into it you can send it through venmo i really avoid paypal because they're a left-wing organization that does slap our hands once in a while when they don't like our political positions um and they also take a portion of your donations so venmo doesn't do that or you can send a check directly to me to my name at 4371 north lake boulevard suite 188 palm beach gardens florida 33410 don't forget the wealth of information on my new website, which is drjaneruby.com. Go there for all kinds of great information, links to shows, um, the, the best in vendors, and any other helpful information that you might need. So God bless you all, and a very loving and kind good night to all of you. Medical disclaimer, the Dr. Jane Ruby Show does not provide medical advice. The information, including but not limited to, texts, graphics, images, and other material contained on this show are for informational purposes only and does not establish any kind of patient-client relationship by your viewing or attempt to communicate with Dr. Jane Ruby. No material presented on the show is intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment before undertaking a new health care regimen. And never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have seen on the show. Thank you for watching.